0: Imagine, if you will, a world where the greatest literary minds never died. They lived on to share their wisdom with us for years and years. Sounds like a dream, but dreams have a nasty habit of becoming nightmares. We take you now to the Puffin Publishing Podcast.
1: Uh, welcome to uh, the Puffin Publishing Podcast. I am the guy who works in movies, canonically my name, and it's our four-year anniversary special, and uh, we're at that, uh, in previous years, we, we talked about, we, we made a movie about the environment and how we need to protect the earth, and we did a, a convoluted Bible special and also church lock-in. One year, we were very topical. And did the Notre Dame Cathedral burning down. Well, that was a mistake. But this year, uh, we've been with Puffin for four years. And we're, we're, we're taking the married couple approach. Whereas every year goes on, we get more and more comfortable with each other. And we get more and more tired and we don't want to go outside. We're all going to stay in. And we're just going to have a movie night here at the Puffin Publishing Podcast house. At the Puffin house. Uh, we're just going to uh, sit back. We're going to work. We're going to watch. One of the movies that I produced, that's right, I canonically produced this movie. My name is in the credits of this movie, but you have to guess which one it is. Uh, Here in a second, we're going to start the movie, but before we do that, I just want to say, um, speaking from the heart of the guy who works in movies, uh, while I've got you all here, and this is unrelated to the movie, anything that I've ever done with a female has been consensual on both parts. So, uh, with that out of the way, uh, let's go ahead and watch the Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. We're going to count down. Uh, We're watching it on a a streaming service uh, where there's flicks that you catch in a net. We're going to hit play uh, on the... We're going to count down from three, and we're going to start watching Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Once again, everything I've done with a female is consensual. Three, two, one, play
0: exquisite and of course uh hello it's me charles dickens we see the uh new line cinema logo and boy how i missed it now this company has gone the way of the dodo it's beautiful now, you all don't have to watch on Netflix. You can watch on your well worn uh, Blu ray copy of Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Don't feel the need to support Netflix, because we all know you've got this one right on your criterion shelf.
2: Hey guys, it's me, uh, <laughs> Justin Germroth, uh, no inspiring pickup Artist. This was, this movie <laughs> was very. <laughs> cool growing up. No, I love this, and uh, I got the "How I Met Your Mother" novelization. Mm. That was really influential on me. And uh... <laughs> you got the the books that
0: they sold exclusively through like Spencer's Gifts that were written by the character Barney
2: Stinson. The broke exactly. I had all of them. And listen, this this is a this is a big movie for me. <laughs> So don't like you know sit back and appreciate. So yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know how
0: well it was established, but like all the characters are here. Anyone can show up at yeah. any point. Just just go with it as we watch. Of course, the most logical choice of movie we could have watched: "Ghosts of Girlfriends yeah. Past." No,
2: I I know. Who, as... who picked this movie? Who who picked the movie? It
0: was uh uh it was a uh, rolled He this is his favorite movie. There's a lot of PG thirteen TNA in this movie so far. Now, uh, I do as
1: a as a guy who makes the movies. I have I have a question uh, for Justin. Isn't the novelization of this movie just a Christmas Carol?
2: Well, uh, almost. You see, see, they did that thing with movies do where when they do the novelization, they get someone else to write the novelization instead of the original author.
0: Gotcha. Right, they get some. Uh, they get some rando to come in and yeah. and really like polish out the the seams of this world. Really, really flesh out the backstory exactly. of our character as portrayed by Matthew
2: McConaughey. Yeah, we got to know what Matt's thinking in this movie. Now, now, Charles whether Dickens. or not one could. Oh. Yes. Oh, I was going to say, uh, Charles Dickens.
1: Uh, did you have any Hello. say or input on the on the novelization of this movie, or? Did, uh, you any, did you have any? have a hand in the making? Of it? <laughs> it was. Oh, gotcha. Uh, also, being a producer of this movie, I should know if you had yes. a hand in um, making this so But I... I just wanted to share with the audience, you know.
0: Right, for sure. No, I I wrote the original text for A Christmas Carol, right? And that is that is then um, adapted into uh, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, uh, where we take we we take the same exact story, but we take out Christmas and we put in fucking. Um, and and I I signed off on that. That sounds like a movie that I could enjoy.
1: Now Secondly, Charles Dickens.
0: Uh, now when Yoh, when this movie was of course a huge success, we all remember. Um, yeah, uh, we, we all remember this movie, when it came out, uh, uh, things about it, who is in it, uh, and, and we decided to sell ourselves a junior novelization. I actually took pen to paper, and I wrote that. There were some things about A Christmas Carol I didn't yeah. think we got quite right, and I wanted to set it straight. This yeah. was really what I always envisioned it becoming.
2: So, so what was it like collaborating with the writers of The Hangover movie?
0: Uh, the the writers of uh, what I'm sorry
2: of the hangover movies no since y- they helped write this movie
0: yes um, uh, another uh, favorite of mine uh, I was actually you know we we were pioneering in the in the hangover uh, movie universe uh, where you know today it's pretty commonplace you bring in a set of writers they're gonna create. The Hasbro cinematic universe you know they're gonna create the Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe we were doing that with the hangover long before anyone was, was doing that so we brought in a series of scribes we had like this 15 film plan where we're gonna send Doug and the boys off to space we're gonna we're gonna cross right. over Doug and the boys with Men in Black that's why they lost their memories and the fifth one was through the little neuralizer from Men in Black um, that was that was like which is great. why
2: we get which is how we soft reboot into uh, the new Hangover movie. Yes, <laughs> like Hangover colon.
0: It was H I B Hangover in Black. Uh, it was it was a great idea, and I'm sorry that the Sony leaks really scrapped all my plans. Oh, uh, yeah, it was, I've got a, it was a, a damn got a, question. a damn um, dirty loss.
1: Now, uh, A Christmas Carol famously yes, has been adapted. Uh, multiple, multiple times uh, with the Muppets, with uh, with George C. Scott, with Matthew McConaughey, um, and probably most famous, the most famous Christmas Carol adaptation is, of course, An American Carol, the conservative comedy starring Kelsey Grammer and Chris Farley's brother. Uh, did you have a hand in that one at any point? Charles Dickens? Literally anyone? <laughs> <laughs> so, Charles Dickens, uh, I, I, I wanted to,
2: Oh, yeah, of course. Um, with, uh, oh, that's my dad's that's, favorite movie. Uh,
1: I, I wanted to say, uh, guys, the Puffin Publishing House is a very big house. So big that sometimes it all sounds like we're in three different time zones talking over a Skype channel.
0: Well... But um, we're all
1: here in the room together, all watching this movie that we can very clearly see. Just so you guys listening at home... Just a big living room that sounds like three different time zones over a Skype channel. Anyway, Charles Dickens, I cut you off. What were you saying?
0: <laughs> yes, um... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I'm excited to listen back to this commentary, to hear any of the words that Vern is saying, yes. because I currently cannot. I am getting one out of every six. Justin, you're coming in crystal clear. Vern, I have no fucking idea what you're trying to say. Vern, if you could, like, go to your phone, switch to data, okay. I think that would really uh, uh, help me out a great deal. Um, but I am I'm going on a laptop. To, um, uh, yes, Justin, could you summarize that last question for me?
2: Oh, I got uh maybe every other one oh, as well. Oh, great.
1: Wonderful.
0: Okay, good. So it's not just me. Yes, it's uh, it's in fact verbal. Wonderful.
2: Problem. I'm you know what? I'm just going to say it Kevin, uh, I'm not seeing the movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? You're supposed to be. Yes, I I'm <laughs> seeing the I can see the I can see the little bar at the bottom, but the movie is not playing for me. I think Netflix does that intentionally. <laughs>
0: Now, that is interesting. There, there's stuff in <laughs>
2: so you from like, seeing this movie
0: in any capacity. That Boy, I mean, that does make sense. Netflix was smart to have those parameters <laughs> put in place. It does present a little bit of a problem <laughs> when we are attempting to watch Ghosts <laughs> and Girlfriend's Passed Across the, the Mindscape. So everyone <laughs> God, really gets to have eye-way. their own... Interpretive version of what is in Ghosts of Girlfriends <laughs>
2: Past.
0: Gets so, their own, their own vision. There. Uh, own... What I do
2: watched, you think see, is I in Ghosts of Girlfriends this, I, this Past? This is my Justin Germeroth's favorite movie, so I've seen this a million, million times. So you know exactly,
0: so in the scene where Matthew McConaughey and Brecken Mayer are talking and and Jennifer Garner and Lacey Chabert are also talking, yes. you know exactly what I'm referring uh, yes. to. Uh,
2: yeah, I can, yes, I I hear their voices uh, so clear. Uh, Matthew McConaughey has, of course, said something uh, totally correct about love. Um, oh,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah. this guy's got it he, all figured out. He knows, out. exactly, you know, he's like, not... I,
2: I'm pretty, like, it... Is the rumor true that uh, the his original name from Connor Mead was actually Connor Mean? Because you were afraid that his attitude would go over people's heads. He
0: was not a nice guy, and I wanted to make sure that everyone understood yes. that uh, uh, as as closely as humanly possible. I don't I don't want my audience to miss anything. That's why I call right. it, you know, Nicholas Nickleby, yes. because that's who the book's about. I want you to focus in on him. Uh, it's 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 curious, uh, yeah. Yes. So so you know when we're translating this over here uh, mm-hmm. to Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, where where he is of course the Scrooge analog, right. uh, and instead of money, his money is pussy, and he loves it. You know he, he right. can't get enough it's, of it. He's he's
2: uh, he of of he has somehow built a career as being a uh, successful photographer of women while making women regularly uncomfortable and feel bad. About themselves,
0: constantly. I mean, this you know, yes. this movie is a is a is a warning of what can happen in Me Too America. This is truly a, a cautionary tale of of uh, what can unfold uh, in in right. in, in well, if no, things go
2: um... I think cautionary tale is a hard way, is um, not the right way. It shows. Uh, I have to see this as a tactical guidebook, a uh, an art of <laughs> war for men and love, except this not is, love.
0: Sun Tzu's, uh the game where he teaches you how to yes. pick up women.
1: <laughs> now, can anyone? Yes.
0: Uh, it's very exciting times. Now, when Vern, I'm
1: I'm a taking it that, uh, hello, 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 yes, hello, hi. I uh, hello, I Vern. just stepped out to get a get a drink. I was outside of the room. I was not having technical difficulties. That would not happen.
2: Uh, what, what did I what? <laughs> Not at all. No, 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 no. You were just taking a very, I was taking lo- a
1: very long drink of water.
2: <laughs> he was actually
0: doing our voices the entire yes, time. Yes. Uh that's He was he was ventriloquisting us. Uh while drinking from this, the This uh bottle. this audio commentary is going
1: is being as uh going as well as this movie did. Uh as well as it did in the box office. I feel like it was probably okay, right? Yes. It probably did like As
0: well as anyone...
1: I don't think it made, like, number one at the box office, but... Well, let's see.
0: Since... Since you all can't see the movie anyway, I'm just gonna go over to Box Office Mojo and (laughs) and just poke around here for a
2: second. I'm, uh...
0: We here at Puffin I was going to everyone, you know, I'm going to take you on a on a tour of my uh, desktop here. We see uh, the theatrical returns for this last weekend which were literally hundreds of dollars. Because
1: of we here at Puffin uh, strive to make a great uh, product see. for you guys. We 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 work so hard to make a good show for you guys and this is
0: really just like
2: yes, we hard. We-
0: we we strive so hard and one day we'll do it. One day we'll make a good yeah. show for you all. We're trying very 4 hard.
1: years. In a way, right, so in a way this see. is the um, best way to celebrate 4 years of puffin. Three people who don't know what the hell they're doing at all, but they're just keeping on doing it anyway. Uh yes. that's the best way to celebrate 4 right. years of this show where there's Multiple different voices that are constantly overlapping. None of them are being heard. <laughs> no one feels like they've got a say. It's just, this is the most, this is Puffin distilled. And it's nothing to do with books. No barely any filters put on a voice. It's just, this is Puffin. This is, four years. Happy I four think years.
0: This is, this is more... <laughs> This is more accurate than if it had been a good, well put Absolutely. together product. You know what I mean? This is more this is like the Sonic movie. If it had yes. been good, that would have been wrong. <laughs> if it had It would have been right. So, uh to to follow up, yes, the the and now I'm sure, you know, your your cast of a ghost of girlfriends past. Uh, you know, McConaughey's collecting his rom-com paychecks at this point. You got Jennifer Garner, fresh off one of the the hottest sensations on TV, um. But a, a clean hundred mil worldwide. Uh, which which I would say hey, is probably uh, Kevin, a real can you, game. Hey,
2: Kevin, I'm I'm pulling up the uh, movie on my phone. Can you just give me a quick time timestamp time uh, so I can catch up? For
0: sure, because you you already have you have the iTunes download for another yes. uh, uh, and 24 And while this hours. Is, uh, and uh, while this at, is happening, while uh. 30, uh 13 minutes. While and Justin seconds. is pulling
1: up this movie that we've all yeah. been watching and we've already already seen before, I will share with you guys some movie trivia. Uh, speaking of uh, this movie's uh, history and what's going on, this movie was originally going to star Ben Affleck and was going to be directed by Kevin Smith. No, but they both dropped out. Kevin,
0: that and sounds
1: and Kevin awful. Smith. <laughs>
0: that sounds and terrible. and if you're curious
1: as to I as like I was. What did Kevin Smith think would be a better thing to do than Ghosts of Girlfriends Past? And that, of course, is well, w- he left to try to make cop his. Out. No, it was not cop out. Cop out came out a year later. No, Kevin Smith left this to try to make his prequel to the Fletch movies starring Jason Lee. That's right. N- Kevin shut Smith up, right? When shut up. He was trying to, to make <laughs> that happen. Kevin Smith was Just, trying. Now to Justin make is a trying to furiously to watch Ghost of Girlfriend's
0: Best. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I do uh, I do remember him really trying, and like I like Jason Lee. That ain't it, you know. Like that, yeah. that's not Jason Lee's strength. Jason Lee is like an everyman. He's not a he's not a he's not a reporter. He's not a master of disguise. I've he's, always, thought although you that- know, Jason Lee, master of disguise. <laughs>
1: I've always thought that two actors with just strikingly similar uh, comedic and acting sensibilities were Jason Mm -hmm. Lee and Chevy Chase. I mean, the two are just, like, practically interchangeable. (laughs) Uh, Just the same person. They're basically
0: facsimiles of each other. Yeah. Absolutely. The correct answer was not, say, Joel McHale was not uh, 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 some other uh, witty, sarcastic, uh, 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 you know, flim flam man. The answer was truly, uh, my name is Earl's Jason Lee.
1: Kevin Smith had already mm-hmm. worked with Will Ferrell in this movie. You get another SNL person and do Will Ferrell to play uh, Fletch, but no, no, oh, right, Jason right. Lee. Uh, that's that's my movie no, trivia. No, no. That's, Jason Lee. That's part of my movie trivia. Uh, also, uh, in movie trivia. I
0: love that movie trivia. Uh, this now, movie. Now, um, uh, oh, uh, Charles Dickens is tapping me on the on the shoulder. Uh, he yes. thinks he heard you earlier yes. bring up An American Carol.
2: Is that, yes. is that true?
0: Yes, uh, me, the guy who works
2: Uh, in
1: movies, not Vern doing a voice, uh, or barely doing a voice. Me, the guy who works in movies, a brilliant man who worked on this movie, was curious, out of all the adaptations of A Christmas Carol that Charles Dickens worked on, which was his favorite, one of them, I posited, was American Carol, starring Chris Farley's brother and Kelsey Grammer?
0: Yes. um, And John Boyd as George Washington. Now, I don't need to remind the audience about An American Carol, because they already know. You know, I don't need to tell you, the listening audience, the specifics of An American Carol, a 2008 quote-unquote satire directed by David Zucker, starring, of course, Kevin... Farrelly, Uh, Uh, Kelsey Grammer as uh, uh, Patton, Uh, Leslie Nielsen, who was still alive at the time, Uh, (laughs) Gary Coleman, of course, as the famous character Bacon Stains Malone, Um, (laughs) featuring country uh, western singer Trace Adkins as Uh. the Angel of Death slash Trace Adkins. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I don't uh, need to remind you that this movie is a is a uh, Christmas Carol about a Michael Moore type figure (laughs) who learns the the real meaning of America. That if we don't, if we don't stop the terrorists, they're gonna make Mohammed land. (laughs) Yeah, Michael Michael Malone. Michael Malone, and and also
1: uh, that is not Kevin Fairley. That is Kevin Farley, Chris Farley's brother. Very important. Oh, know. yes, we, I'm sorry. I Chris mispronounced is,
0: <laughs> Mispronounced. Mm. Chris
1: Farley, long since dead, let's get his brother, who is famous for also being in the the sketch on all that where the guy cooks a chocolate. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Farley's in that. For sure. That's his only other credit that I'm aware of. Me, the guy who works in movies.
0: Uh, Kevin Farley is in the majority of Adam Sandler movies, but always as, like, toll booth operator you know Mm. what i mean that is that is the the venue that he plays in
2: oh no everyone shut up shut up uh michael douglas is pissing we have to watch that yes we can i
0: forgot that ghost of girlfriends pass was playing
2: all
1: three of us can see ghost of girlfriends pass
2: we have to watch him piss
1: we My, are watching uh, Michael Douglas uh, P
0: uh, Michael Douglas who is playing the um the 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 uh the
2: sleazy g- Marley figure.
0: Yeah, the Marley analog. That's who I was trying to figure. I was like, yeah. what's the song that Statler and Waldorf sing in Muppet Christmas Carol Marley and Marley? That's right. We yeah. figured it out. Uh right, is But if Michael a Douglas joke? sang in this scene, we I mean just think about it.
1: Now there is a joke to be to be made there with like Marley and me or Marley and Marley and me, uh, but I don't know what that joke is. Do you remember Puffin uh, Family? Whenever we I, did uh, a Christmas I think Carol joke parody, joke is
0: kind of a strong word.
1: Yeah, there's there's <laughs> your good I point. Do. Good point.
0: But it's you know it's Puffin. You I know. think if you it's are a puffin. yeah, I think if you are a long running um. Uh, uh, fiction program you do have to do a christmas carol analog at some point you are legally required to do it at every single television show has done it in some capacity or another what is and uh, you can find uh, no uh uh, exceptions to that rule
1: now uh we 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 talked to charles dickens about it uh justin i know this is your favorite movie but what is your favorite christmas carol yes. parody or adaptation
2: oh dang my, Sans my favorite ghost uh, of
0: girlfriends pass
2: uh probably uh charles dick ends a christmas with carol <laughs>
0: <laughs> now where does now Miss dick end in now, Carol? Now, that sounded like what Justin. The, what is, what, oh, okay. <laughs> Christmas in Carol.
1: Now, that sounded like Justin, but I think, I, I think that's, uh, perhaps it was, it sounded like Justin, but I think maybe it's just like, Jeffrey Chaucer needs to clear his throat, because it seems like, if he's here in the room, that would be his favorite uh, Christmas Carol mm-hmm. adaptation. I could be wrong, though. <laughs> Now, gotcha. Justin, okay. uh, yes. we,
0: we do have Skype video call on. I, and I'm very yes. curious about what you are uh, wearing. You're wearing a sort of yes. Yes, uh, a gaudy, golden-green outfit, uh, uh, which uh, I, yeah. I see you are inspired by as Matthew McConaughey fondles a yeah. woman's breasts on screen. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he's like, are you real? And just touched her breasts. And, uh, and uh, boy, if only we all were so lucky as that woman.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, we truly, uh, we truly need to learn from, you know, grab each other's nips as greeting, much like our cousin, the bonobos. It's just, it's just or, science. You yeah, know, it's, 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 you're
0: fighting against nature if that's not like, how you shake hands. And in a, in a coronavirus world, that's a much safer way. No. No, nature is so powerful. Didn't, yes. uh, the blind kid <laughs> pretending grabbing breasts was a Man greeting? Man versus and... nature is my least favorite type of story.
1: This is gonna be fun to edit. This is gonna be <laughs> a lot of fun to edit. <laughs> this is gonna uh, I'll hear it running. Wasn't back. the blind kid? They get very excited versus... to
0: listen back to this commentary and hear what Vern is saying. I look forward to it greatly. Great. I I great. cannot wait for for the witticisms that Vern has. That's like,
1: do I try? Do I try? Do I? Try? Do I try? Okay. All right. Mm, there we go. Yeah. I bet.
0: Oh, I bet what Vern just said was great. You know, I. <laughs> Okay, I so I
1: now I a, said a, a joke and then know, I heard laughing.
0: J- Karen, but then Karen, they did play that respond. back for me.
1: Whatever Vern just said,
2: just 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 play it. So,
1: so oh. I said something. Oh, that was, that was funny. A joke, what Vern just said, and then I heard Justin laugh, and so I thought, okay, they can hear me now. But then they made remarks about how they couldn't hear me. So I, I guess I'm just talking into the void, uh, and I don't know if they're talking right now or if they're. I don't know what's going on. We're all in the same room. We're not doing a Skype voice call over three different <laughs> time zones. We're all in the same room.
2: Yes, we are all standing in the same room. And Vern is just, like, what, what's going on is that Vern is continually just putting a bull's mouth. Blood- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not Vern. Yeah, we're I'm doing- the man who works in
0: movies. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're doing a fun prank on Vern where we where we have a large fishbowl and we're taking it on yeah. and off of his head at in random intervals. Four and uh years.
2: And, and one would think that Four. I uh the, right. the person
0: streaming Ghosts of Girlfriends past would be having the most technical difficulties at this moment, but sadly it's not true. Um, boy, that scene with Matthew McConaughey and that woman went on for like forty seven minutes. That was the longest scene in cinematic history,
2: <laughs> and I've—it's—it's <laughs> it's the longest one shot. Oh wait, no, hold on. Oh, here we go. Um, and this guy—the guy who plays Brad—huge truther—is
0: Brad. um yes. This this tall this Matthew. tall handsome man that is going to try and steal Jennifer Garner away from our protagonist Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I and the, yeah. the the movie is posing to me a moral quandary. Should I, yes. the audience, be rooting for Jennifer Garner to be with Matthew McConaughey, a terrible man, or should I be rooting for her to be with a nice, handsome man that seems to genuinely like her? And the movie asks me to root for Matthew McConaughey, yes.
2: Yes. and I'm just not and prepared to do it. <laughs> also, just... keep in mind, this man looks vaguely ethnic. You can't tell what but he's not quite white, which makes him a threat in the movie. (laughs) You know, he's just, he's not quite white. He's not Not quite. Hey, uh, Mark Twain. Uh, (laughs) Can can we ask?
1: Yes, can anyone hear me? I'm in the room. I am Mark Twain. I'm in the room. I am in the room right now. I'm Mark Twain. Everyone is paying attention to me. Everyone can hear me loudly and clearly. I am Mark Twain. I'm in this room. Uh, and I have been watching this movie, of course. I've been... S- i have in this movie. I've been watching it. Everyone can see it very clearly.
2: Can you, can you, can you give us your best gauge of the ethnicity of Brad?
1: Well... Uh,
2: give us your best estimation.
1: If me, Mark Twain, if I were to give my best ethnicity... Of, uh, of Brad, I would say it's black because all I can see on the screen is black and that's all I've been able to see for half an hour. Uh, but that's also according to my interpretation of this film uh, I am blind and deaf and also and mute because no one can hear me. I don't know if that is uh, but that's just film is different by everyone who receives it. Everyone receives film differently. I'm Mark Twain.
0: Now, now Mark, Mark Twain, you're sort of uh, you're comparing your experience. It's me, Jane Austen. Uh, it's you, you're comparing your experience with Ghosts of Girlfriends' past to that scene in Persona where they fully drop out sound. Where there oh, literally we got our gays. We
2: got our one gay in the movie.
0: There is. Oh, thank God we finally got a gay, a lone gay. Well, it was 2009, so every yes. movie was allowed one gay.
2: <laughs> Just like every movie was allowed one fuck. They were allowed one gay in the movie. Yeah,
0: in a PG-13, you can have one gay. And you better believe it. It's a comedy. That character's the joke.
2: <laughs> you better <laughs> believe
0: that they are a flaming stereotype. Apparently a gay guy got in the movie. Sorry, I stopped I don't talking. Know. I'm just I didn't enraptured. See Jane Austen was so talking good, to me right? for a little
1: bit, and a gay guy showed up. Ever, I don't know what's going on. I'm Mark Twain. I wrote a movie by the way uh, That's going to be up some point At some point I'll share the script with y'all I don't know, I'm Mark Twain I'm very subdued Mark Twain Because I'm not talking in a long Mark... time And I kind of forgot my one
0: Yes, yes, Jane Austen <laughs> Justin, Kevin Mark, Mark Twain, uh, I know we're in yes. the same room Could you, Mark Twain, I know we're in the same room Could you do me a favor Could you download Skype on your phone And then use data <laughs> Could you could you just do me that quick favor it's not uh it's not we're in the same room it's not related Could you just mm. do that for me for first I don't think we're gonna be able to salvage what's happening here Yes as a young we, Emma Stone appears yes.
2: <laughs> a tiny yes welcome welcome to a stealth episode of the Stone Zone everybody. <laughs> uh hello and
0: from easy a to zombie land z this is can we get emma stone to listen to this the buff and the publishing podcast commentary episode that begs to answer exactly that i am your host tv's kevin lanigan and with me is i don't know a bunch of fucking people (laughs) that uh that intro is forever burned into my soul uh yes emma stone uh appears here now this is 09 so we're 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 between a super bad and easy a at this point
2: yes But, like, she's still pre... This is still her pre-dramatic period.
0: Yeah, this is... I mean, this is still in a period of American film where romantic comedies were being made. So Emma Stone had, like, this nice little avenue that she could occupy. Whereas, like, after this, if you want to make a rom-com, it does have to be directed by Woody Allen. Like, it does.
2: Yeah, they are just... Turns out romantic comedy doesn't translate well into China and or India. Right. And the answer
0: is not, let's make some modestly budgeted films that will do well domestically. The answer is, of course, uh, let's just remove romance from films entirely (laughs) to the point where at the end of a Marvel or Star Wars movie, if two characters kiss, you go, what?
2: Why? Why'd you do that? (laughs) Was I supposed to think you were romantic?
0: Just this like, to,
2: which just confirms uh, Matthew McConaughey's point that love is not profitable.
0: Love is not profitable. It's all it's all about um, it's all about the money, 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 and it's all about the honey, honey, yes. honeys. Um, I assume I'm guessing here from Emma Stone being uh, dolled up like uh, pop star Tiffany that this yes. is his uh, teenage girlfriend that is uh, appearing as they were together.
2: Uh almost. This this movie takes a uh, very interesting angle to the uh, roman- to the to its romance. Uh here's some uh crotch spawn coming in. Crotch spawn? Yes, crotch spawn. That's uh that's PUA for uh like for uh self cloning. Self cloning with a partner. For children? <laughs> for, <laughs> for 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 childs, for offspring well uh, well okay if you don't if you want to use the non-POA term for it, yes. okay,
0: so on screen right now there's a moppet and for anyone who's not following along at home there's a little there's a little moppet, a little Jonathan Taylor Thomas style moppet.
1: yeah
0: um and you know some 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 lady and this is his actual young girlfriend, whereas Emma Stone is a representative of everyone's young girlfriend.
2: Yes, she is the girl ghost of girl of girlfriend's past. Oh, it's very
0: interesting. Um, this this little boy just took a picture with the original Instagram
2: logo, but it's in, like, 3D yeah. form, and it pops out, like, oh, Instagram in a, his hands. That's some predictive programming right there. See, we're going to have to watch later, because they will predict uh, the Boston bombing later in the movie. Like, they will <laughs> show what caused it. Like, they will hint at it later.
0: Is that Matthew McConaughey's dark future that if he doesn't find yes. love, the Boston <laughs> Marathon bombing will
2: occur? Well, no. What it does is he finds love with the Boston bombers?
0: Oh, well, that's that's not. Oh, that was the one gay in the movie. Yes, that gay. That's bartender. the one gay.
2: That man will go on What's to become that? a Boston <laughs> one of the Boston bombers. <laughs>
0: Oh, we are 30 minutes into this movie. <laughs> there is another hour of Ghosts of Girlfriends Past left to go.
2: I know! Well, a minute! This movie.
0: <laughs> It just really... It just trucks right along. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy to be here uh, with you, Justin. And and uh, unfortunately, none of... Uh, neither Vern nor any yeah. of the characters that sound like Vern uh, could join yeah. us for a minute. Again, it's unrelated. We are all in the Oh, scene.
1: I was actually just in the bathroom. Uh... <laughs> And there's a, I'm um, I, I. Apparently, I'm still in the bathroom, and there's a, That's why there's an echo. Uh,
0: uh now where where once we could not hear Vern at all, now we can hear him two times simultaneously. I this hate is, this. Uh,
2: Vern's just jumped through a time portal, and he's just so going much. back and forth until he can <laughs> do our dimension. All right. so... Verne, oh. the future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. there's sort of a.
2: Yeah. How was the future? Uh,
0: the future. Hello. Yeah, the future. Yeah, the future. Oh,
1: great. Uh, the future is. Uh, the future is so great. In the future, uh, there's uh. Oh. Oh my God! Fuck
0: this so hard! Fuck this. I I'm curious, I'm curious what, what Vern you could have even done to reach this technological point. It's, it's the time rip. I'm curious rip. how this is even possible. I, I don't I don't understand. It's the time rip. Oh, it's the time rip. Is anyone out there? We, is there anyone
1: out there at all? Please. For the love of God, please. Is there were anyone we're out there at all? As someone who takes pride in their work and wants to make good things, please God tell me there's someone who's out there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're, we're right here. We're watching, we're watching Ghosts of Girlfriends Pass.
1: Guys, you wouldn't believe what just happened. This is not the guy who works in movies. You would not believe what just happened. I went up to go use the restroom in the Puffin Publishing House. And, you know, the cartoon house that we live in is so wild and wacky, I stepped into a time portal. I was between <laughs> oh dimensions God. for so long. That's why you could hear like, oh my God. three of me? That's why you could hear me say something? Thing and then say it again three times afterwards? It's, guys, you wouldn't believe what I just saw. In the future, this show is even worse. This show is even worse in the future. In the future, in the future, we, we realize... Two years into our show that we don't have enough anniversary specials to record in the back chamber, so we have to record more, and each time they get worse, you don't want to hear what next year's special is. I promise you. It's so bad. It's so bad. Jesus. In the future, uh, but- in the future, uh, it's... You, instead of getting gaslit on a mental level and an emotional level, you get gaslit on a physical level. You'll be looking at the TV showing Ghost of Girlfriend's past, but you see nothing. <laughs> you, you see the voice bars on a, on a readout showing that you're speaking into a microphone, but no one hears you. It's... The future is bleak. The future is bleak. We have to change the timeline. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's about your kids Morgan. It's
1: about your kids <laughs> They made
0: such bad
1: podcasts I know we said that we weren't going to do this But nothing has wor- that we wanted to do has worked We said we weren't going to be topical Guys, COVID fucks us all up bad <laughs> 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 I know we said we, uh, we weren't uh. going to be topical But we also said we were all going to be in the same room watching a movie and that didn't happen either. No, it just
2: fell through the
1: time hole. Exactly. Oh my god. You guys want to hear some movie trivia?
0: (laughs) From the (laughs) the future? Absolutely. I'd love to hear some movie trivia.
1: Did you know this movie is not Failure to Launch?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Kevin has, uh, pulled up some, uh, some rule 34 on the screen share. Uh, Kevin, who is this?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Now this is the wild thornberries. This is, now this is, now, now, now this is, uh, Yeah, uh, Rugrats Go Wild, uh, the third uh, Rugrats movie, uh, uh, in which the Rugrats cross over with the Wild Thornberries. This is indeed the chimp companion of the yes. Wild Thornberries and Spike from the Rugrats in sort of uh, romantic love with each other. Uh, so that's what I wanted to, to share with you.
2: Yes. Like, there, there's no... It, it, there's no. Uh, hey guys, remember in the 80s, coolers to bars... <laughs> I I do, oh, that's you know that that was really living. You know we we were all born in the wrong time. So this is Michael
0: Douglas, uh, real Michael yes, Douglas, not Ghost Michael, Michael Douglas. Douglas, and and he and he is he is the 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 Fagin uh, yeah. to this little uh, miniature this, uh, this <laughs> artful dodger uh, monster. Yeah, this artful dodger of the young Matthew McConaughey. He's learning all of his moves. Yes. So Michael Douglas. A grown, a grown man has decided to take this middle schooler under his wing in the ways of slaying puss. Do
2: I have the plot of this movie correct? Oh, oh, oh. this is where I learned. This is where everything I know learned from this. This is the scene. This is the scene that I rewatch just like. Uh, it's like President Trump, just re-watches the fight scenes from Blood.
0: Furiously taking notes, you know, learning everything scene. he can. Incredible. Uh, now I am I am opening up the trivia tab here on uh, 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 Ghosts of Girlfriends Past on IMDb.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. You know uh, when when Ben Affleck was attached to the project, mm-hmm. offers went out to Warren Beatty. Robert De Niro, Bill Murray, and Jack Nicholson for the part of Uncle Wayne. See, that would have Who is been... Uncle Wayne? I...
2: They
0: don't they don't have the right energy. I actually think Douglas is the right cast member for this very sleazy old man.
2: See, no. See, the thing is, Douglas... Doug, the the way he says things like... sound you're so trying stiff, to slay a dame. Like... And calls people broad and dame in real life. So it's just... A nap. Sure.
0: Um, now, something that I find interesting that we failed to capitalize on at the time is that the only time I've heard Vern clearly this entire time was when he was having a time stream based meltdown. I heard every word of it
2: so clearly. Well, no, well, no, he's just yeah, put the paper hey towel guys. back in his mouth and he's not taking it.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's this is, uh, yeah, he's um, just um, out in the corner. I'm, just, uh, I'm thinking back to. Uh, I'm just. Reading up more, like like Kevin is, looking at uh, IMDb movie trivia. I'm also looking at IMDb movie trivia. Uh, for instance, it says here that uh, that my wife was out of town for a week and I haven't seen her and this is her first day back. And I'm spinning it in a closet recording an audio commentary for a movie I can't even fucking see. Uh, it also says here that... Uh, this this we should have we should have called an audible five minutes in, but we didn't, and now it's just yep. here. Nope. Um. Oh, and it says here. Very interesting. Um. Uh. It says here this is going to be fucking <laughs> yeah. impossible to edit. Uh. That's really interesting. I didn't know that about this uh, movie. A lot of interesting. See, Vern, trivia. I
0: disagree with the with the impossibility to edit because it's a commentary. You just slap the planes in there. You don't, <laughs> You don't. You don't have to fix any timing. I guess.
2: Um. Uh, so here's the thing. Um, it it is amazing that in the '80s. Uh, Michael Douglas's character doesn't use that slur more. Like he's only used it the one time.
0: What did he say? The F word, the bad one? Yes. Oh, of course and, he did because it was 2009, and, and we were all saying it. Of course, I also heard. We were heard throwing the that word around like and, it yep. was air. <laughs> I heard the slur. I know what it is.
2: Uh, we were just giving out that money. We were just handing that thing. Wonders why he didn't have this conversation about hooking up earlier. Like what? When, when Connor Mead was like eight.
0: Yeah. Why didn't I? When when you came out of your mama's puss, why didn't I try yeah. to teach you about the ways of sleigh? Right. <laughs> why didn't I try? That's my Michael Douglas. By the way. Oh no, I'm sorry. Why Michael I Douglas did- is here in the studio. <laughs> I'm sorry. I we neglected to mention Michael Douglas is here. Uh, hi, hi everyone. I'm Michael Douglas.
1: Hey, Michael Douglas. Do you want to hear my impression of you?
0: Yeah, I do. Okay,
1: here it is. <coughs> sorry, I'm coughing. I have throat cancer from eating puss.
0: <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's true. I also have uh, I have a I have a cancer in my middle finger from. <laughs> From sticking it up there, you know what I mean. If you catch Michael Douglas's drift,
2: of course. Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas, Justin Germeroth, huge.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've I've been here. I heard.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, Michael Douglas, what was that heart attack on set of Apocalypse Now like?
0: Oh, uh, it was it was great. (laughs) Uh really it really gave me a sense of self. I I uh, when my when my heart gave out on the set of Apocalypse Now, I could really I, I saw my entire future. My future of decades on from being in one of the greatest films of all time. I saw myself appearing in the movie Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, and I said, That's a future I gotta live for. So I grabbed God <laughs> you- by the lapels, I slapped that motherfucker and I said, Send me back.
2: Oh okay so so you <laughs> Yeah, oh, so you I witnessed you I were was there too? Um...
0: you were in there too Let's talk Oh yeah you missed Also
1: me. uh what better way what what's more puffin than to just uh, just to glance over the time portal, and 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 go into to Michael Douglas bits. You know what I mean? Like, no, why... we
0: we all know about the puffin and time yeah. portal. We really, what's really important is that we we do some topical Mike Douglas. Really, really, the the kids won't stop talking about Hank Pym himself. Mike
1: topical Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yes, topical Michael Douglas like bringing <laughs> up the fact that he said he got throat cancer from eating pussy back in 2013. That's topical well, that's as you true. can
0: That's true. That's a true story.
2: I was eating I was eating puss before all of you. Listen, she was in she was the heiress to an asbestos empire. So Oh, <laughs> she had to get line.
1: So, so, so it got in her her vagina. The asbestos did. Yes,
2: yes, yes. Well, she spent so much time going to the factory and like shaking the hands of all the workers at asbestos plants.
0: Yeah, she had to play the company line. So, like, all of her bed sheets were made yeah. out of asbestos. The bathtub, the water that but came only, out of it. You gotta, you gotta be a company but, man. But
1: only. But it only got in her vagina. The
2: glasses, the silhouette, asbestos.
0: No, that was just the only part I kissed. Oh, that was just the I mean, only true. part yep. I ever touched. Gotcha. Well, now wasn't this was. yeah.
1: Catherine Zeta Jones too?
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, it oh, was. Yes. Uh, Ocean's, Ocean's 12's Catherine Zeta yes. Jones. That's correct. Gotcha. Yes, if I had ever kissed my wife, mm-hmm. I would have gotten you know cancer that way. If I had ever like hugged her, you know, I would have had like. Uh, uh closed cancer but no i was just, ju- it was just the. Post. did
1: you know michael douglas that anyone who listens to this episode will think they have ear cancer <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i know that's a uh, we we knew that one that one's good. okay
1: I, just, I was just wanted i just wanted to make sure that you're aware of you know yes cancers you can get all there's so many different kinds of cancer you know what i mean
0: Oh, for sure, Vern. I love your uh, mental cancer, your stick-to-itive, uh, uh, your yeah. attitude. There, you have given up on this project with fifty-four minutes left to go. That's the that's the kind of attitude I like to see because it seems like whatever problems you had are currently resolved. So yeah, maybe now's the time to put in the effort. <laughs>
1: It'll happen. It'll happen. I just. You need to have this for a little bit. Just (laughs) let me just.
0: Listen, anyone at home that hates this, you know, there's a cavern coming out in a few days. (laughs) Just like, just thanks for the download. See you next month. People
1: who listen to this and hate this, like, this is the worst of your fucking problems. You don't even listen to the show anyway. (laughs) The two people who listen to this show will like this. It's fine. I need to get over myself.
0: It's fine. And li- I, I, I was worried that... We love your patronship, Forrest. Uh, yeah, th- we appreciate it. Uh, Patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Michael Douglas, famed subscriber. I love Hamel Minute. I love old episodes of Talking Back to the Movies. That's why I love little doodles that Kevin draws and uploads to the Patreon. That's that's really why I'm there, baby.
1: You guys want to hear some movie trivia?
2: <laughs> yes, please. Tell us more. My I fa- would, my I would love that.
1: So, uh, ghost of girlfriend. this, this movie was famously referenced in a Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live sketch, parodying that show Celebrity Ghost Stories, where Justin Long plays Matthew McConaughey and he recounts the film's plot as a thing that actually happened to him, and the punchline to the sketch that aired on international television on Saturday Night Live was someone doing an impression of Charlene Yee. That's movie trivia for this, for this movie.
0: It, I'm, <clears throat> I'm sorry. It ended with someone doing an impression of Paper Hearts, Charlene. S- this
1: the sketch that includes someone doing a bit as Matthew McConaughey, Keenan Thompson doing a hilarious bit as Ray Parker Jr., where uh, he uses his <laughs> Ghostbusters theme song earnings to buy a spooky mansion, and ends up recording a song called "Turns Out I Am Very Afraid of a Ghost." Uh, This the sketch that features those bits.
2: Kenan, Kenan Thompson, Thompson. You know what? The episode of Kenan Thompson. You are a goddamn trooper. You you do whatever but yes, you wanted. The
0: sketch that
2: and you keep doing them, you man. You you are sta- you in and we commend you, sir.
0: Absolutely. Much respect, much love to my best friend, uh, Keenan. Michael Douglas's
1: famous, be- famously <laughs> best, best friend, best
2: man at best man at Keenan Thompson's uh, wedding. Michael best,
0: Douglas. Yeah, when Keenan got married to Kel, I was there. I was Kelly. Keenan and, and Kelly. Keenan and Kelly, uh, which is what Kel was short for. Right, they ended up with
2: Justin. Like he <laughs> met just when Justin met Kelly, and they didn't want to anymore. Oh, here's
0: here's a little here's a little fun fact about uh, the planning for this episode where we were talking about what movie very relevant movie we would like to cover. Um, And I was getting the text thread completely out of order and with no semblance of self. So one one morning at 2 a.m., I get a picture, a text picture from Justin that is just the poster of from Justin to Kelly at 2 a.m. Wakes me up. Whoa whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa! I... You mean to tell me that something went awry in the planning of this episode? <laughs> something went. I... What? <laughs> something didn't happen like it was supposed
0: to. What? Right. So if it ever sounded like I was responding to something you said ten hours ago, that's why. gotcha.
2: Um, and I, I think, guys, we need to we need to really appreciate oh. that um, they needed to show uh, Matthew McConaughey was in a different time period. So rather than just try to make him look moderately younger, they just put a wig on him, and like, the best wig, the best wig.
0: They just put a a long, luxurious shoulder length wig. Oh on yes, him. I see
2: this. Yes. Yes.
0: As we as we all can see, they gave him like the the same hair as the lead singer from Nickelback. Ah, yes.
2: He looks like Shaggy from the live action Scooby Doo movie.
0: How dare you drag Shaggy's name through the mud like that? <laughs> <laughs> you drag the good name of Shaggy Rogers. Well, good news, guys. We're halfway. He's through like,
2: this like movie. if Shaggy Matt, like, Connor Mean is like if Shaggy did Yeah,
0: I like that you called him Connor Mean. <laughs> Which is your canon name for the protagonist of this movie?
1: It's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good. Not joke, but it's, it's funny. Well, I Connor mean, Charles
2: Moon. Dickens is such a good writer, such a creative writer, that I, of course, picked that name. Yes,
0: I am. Thank you. Uh, did you know that this movie was released in Germany as Night of the Ex Girlfriends? <laughs> because that is. An infinitely better title.
2: The, 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 the movie is, well, A Christmas Carol is Germany, is it t- not? What?
0: Yes, uh, it's it's been barred from the country of Germany. Germany hates ghosts. Yeah. Germany, the entire country is petrified of ghosts.
2: I
1: did not know that.
2: It, yeah, it, yeah, it, it, I believe that's why uh, in the of Germany, the People's Party of Germany comes with ghosts.
0: Yes, absolutely. There are two countries on Earth that do that: China and Germany. Uh, uh, Germany, uh, in their national anthem, uh, you know, they talk about being brave and true, strong in the face of adversity, and it ends with this weird little coda where they go, except if there's a
1: ghost there's uh speaking of weird international film <laughs> mm-hmm. things uh I once went to a theater to watch a a Bollywood film called uh, Kashmora, and there's uh s- several sequences like a war sequence in that movie where like people get caught on fire and every time there's a fr- like a sequence or a shot where someone's on fire there is a thing on the bottom of the screen like on the actual film that says, yeah. CG effects, no actors were harmed in the making of this film. Uh, and then also, there's a sequence in that movie where someone is smoking. And the entire time someone's smoking, there's a digital readout on the film itself that talks about, like, how smoking will kill you and how it will give you cancer.
2: See, and I thought it was... This is SJW's Ruined India.
1: Yeah. And and then, uh, interesting side, this is movie trivia for Kashmora. Uh, for Whenever I stepped out of that movie, Donald Trump was elected president. <laughs> he won the presidency. Great. I watched that film on election day, and I thought, wow, there's nothing nothing worse going to uh, happen to me than watching the movie Cashmore." Thank God he saved us Donald from Trump Obama's India. This is true, absolutely. And if, <laughs> if, if a Democrat had gotten yes. elected, every movie that yes. we see, see now would <clears throat> tell you that the flames are CG and smoking is yeah. bad for you. That was also a movie with
0: ghosts. ghost. Yeah, me, I, that's what made
1: me think of it.
0: I want, I want more movies to come with a surgeon general warning. I want, I want to know if a movie depicts harmful behavior, they have to like put a skull and crossbones on the side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh movies with Tony Stark with
2: warnings. Rude. N-
1: oh yeah, just <laughs> just very like uh, every like calling out. Um, Oh, and, like, if there's ever a movie where there's, like, a main character who's, like, not a nice guy or who has bad morals, make sure to put a readout mm-hmm. on the bottom of the...
2: Hey, f- person! A trans there's person. in this movie.
1: Yes, I see them.
0: You better believe they did the joke where he slept with a man.
2: Uh, you better believe the... <laughs> well, someone that is currently a man. It was... The, um, he was a woman back in... Um...
0: Oh, I see. Uh, I do kind of like it. this horrifying Kubrickian shot of all of the women that Matthew McConaughey yes. has ever. Oh, yes, fucked. I see this. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's really it's really like haunting. I like it's a it's generous. a
1: reference to Eight and a Half in, in a Ghosts of Girlfriends
0: Past movie. <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot to mention they were all uh, joining hands and dancing underneath like a big Ferris wheel or whatever the. No, fuck there's that, that sequence in
1: Eight and a Half where he's in a room with everyone he's ever masturbated to.
0: Oh, in his his mental harem. And he starts, like, whipping them. Yeah, that scene's in this movie. Oh, did you miss that, Vern? No, I see the screen
1: and I can hear it. I know exactly what's going on in the movie at all times. I also know what's going on with this record at all times.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: That's right. Tom Clancy, the one Vern character people wanted to hear on an anniversary show. Tom Clancy. I, I appreciate anything referencing war. I like war. In fact, come to think of it, I did W.E.B. Du Bois and Justin did Tom Clancy, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's not even my famous. W.E.B. E. Du Bois isn't even my most famous war character. It's John Steinbeck. But no, that's, that's fine. Tom Clancy.
2: It's it's great to have you, Tom. It's fine.
0: The, now, Tom. Go ahead.
2: Yes, Tom Clancy.
0: Would you would you classify Ghosts of Girlfriends Past as a war movie? Because it does seem to be a battle of the sexes.
1: Well, uh, there's a, a there's a song I I listen to to rally my troops, and it's called "Love Is a Battlefield," and uh, that's I think this this film uh, really uh, demonstrates that, uh, as I can see very clearly in the movie. Uh, Martin Short is in it. That's why Martin Short's in this movie. It's because of apocalypse now and the war connection. Right. Uh, this is this what? is a war film, just like how uh, Super Jaime <clears throat> is a war film. Just like how uh, there's an episode of Star <clears throat> Trek that I watched the other day. That's a war
0: film. Mm.
1: Uh, everything's a right. war film essentially.
0: So you you consider any of the major story types man versus man, man versus self, man versus nature. Those are those are all war films. Well, you have do. to
1: fight. Yes, absolutely.
2: Uh, yes. Let's yeah. see. Just as uh, Sun Tzu, Sun Tzu, and Belly both said, "All is fair in love and war." Uh, how would what advice for you, a war lover, would have for me, an aspiring pickup uh, artist? So that I can have similar success, just as you had in War, I, in Love.
1: Uh, Well, uh, what I like to do uh, in War and in Love is what I refer to as a scorched earth policy. Uh, And that's uh, just a a full frontal assault with text messages, emails, phone Mm -hmm. calls, uh, everything you can. To uh, to get that woman and to claim her as a because that's what a woman should be it shouldn't be a partner person to be in a partnership partnership with it should be a prize should be a an right. award a congressional right. award of some sort a woman's not love her love is a person. sport you win yes exactly I uh, love
2: winning love
0: and uh, love is a competition make sure that like whenever you're with your partner and you do something nice you know give yourself a little tally and if their tallies don't match yours. Then you're winning. Absolutely. Is. And
1: make sure uh you, you keep all that mental tally and so like whenever your partner says like you're an asshole or you're not there for me whenever I need you or whatever it is, you can refer back to the tally like oh one time I I, I bought you dinner. You know what I mean? So you can just it's all points. It's not it's all about what you did in the past, not what you're doing in the present.
2: Of course. Thank thank you, Mr. Klein, down. Thank you. Of course.
1: Of course. You will not do badly in any relationship if you take Tom Clancy's advice.
0: Never. Never. Sun Tzu's art of slaying puss. With a foreword by Tom Clancy. Can I tell you
1: guys a story about Sun Tzu's art of war? Yes, please. So (laughs) one time... uh, and, and and, And now please do bear in mind, I'm Tom Clancy and I'm an author... So uh, this this is all made up. This isn't a real thing that happened to uh, to anyone at one that's point. That's right.
2: That, that, that's right. Because we are going to stream this uh, tape in India, so we have to have the one in the yes audience. This is
1: this is all fiction. This isn't a real thing that happened. Uh, once upon a time, there is a guy who is in an airport, and he was in an airport to go uh, to a casting call audition, uh, or not a casting call, but an mm-hmm. audition. Uh, for a famous CBS reality TV show in which people live on an island, uh, and he was mm. going to go to Los Angeles, to Santa Monica, California, uh, and at one point right. sit on a couch with Mark Burnett and Jeff Probst to talk about what they would do if they were on an island in the middle of the South Pacific. And this person wanted prepare to prepare for uh, for being on this show because this person very. Very distinctly felt like there's no way he won't be on this show. So he was in an airport uh, bookstore and he's looking all over for a book and he's very obviously not sure what where the book is and very obviously confused trying to find this book. And at one point, an associate at this airport bookstore, I must stress, this takes place at an airport the airport bookstore attendant approaches this person who's very obviously looking for something and says, may I help you? To which the person at the airport bookstore says, yes, I'm getting ready to get on an airplane and I'm trying to find a copy of The Art of War. And then he immediately realizes he shouldn't be talking about trying to read The Art of War as he's boarding an airplane while he's heavily bearded. <laughs>
2: And, and, uh, and, uh, see, what year was this?
1: This, uh, oh, I'm an author and I'm making it all up. But if it were to happen in one year, I'd say it happened in 2010 in the Orlando International Airport. Yes. Definitely after 9 11. Right, of course. But, of course, it's a story, and that didn't really happen. And, of course, this person didn't realize immediately what he said and tried to salvage it by saying, also, I'm looking for a Christian Bible.
0: Hey, I'm uh, I'm looking for one of those Christian Bibles. Oh, hey, Michael Shara, how's it going? (laughs) Hey, baby, I'm looking for one of those Christian Bibles. You guys got a Christian Bible in here? (laughs) You oh you also, you also I, say uh, Christian not Bible in, not in the projector room, no, Michael Sharp. Because uh, I see you got like the the Baker's Bible. I see you got the the Coos Hounds Bible. You don't got a Christian Bible in here?
2: Oh, oh no! Oh no! Sorry, the Coos Hound Bible. That's mine, Justin Germeroths.
0: Yeah, I see you had it uh, signed especially to you by you. You signed the book for yourself.
2: Yeah, it's right. Yes, it's, it is available at lula.com. <laughs> on lula.com.
0: On, on lula. lula. Yeah, I saw it's. I'm sorry, you can stream it on Hulu? You can.
2: You can. Well, oh, it's, I, 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 I am trying to get my uh, pilot approved by Hulu. Uh, Justin, it's uh, ju- just in with Justin. A, uh, a penetrating like look at uh at love and relationships in
1: 2020 now question it's called just in and the subtitle says a penetrating look is this a show that justin does or jeffrey chaucer
2: oh uh well i am collaborating with jeffrey chaucer uh he's uh um, he's producing it
1: (laughs) gotcha also I, i i i just now remembered this is my second time I've brought up Chevery Chaucer, but one of the times I might have been in the restroom, so you didn't hear it. And... Yes. Gotcha. Okay.
2: Oh, for uh, sure. So, for sure. Yeah.
1: So what? Yeah, no, what I'm, have... I'm
2: really excited to get on this. Uh, get on this a uh, production project. I'm very excited because uh, this movie, this movie is a fucking travesty. This movie right here, terrible. Uh, relationship advice. Justin doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, and uh, but. But he's real. He, he unfortunately, Justin uh, did get a bunch of money from a uh, like from the like from the potato crop inheritance from his great uncle. So he so he's putting trying to do this movie for how to find love. And then I found out about this. Justin, if you're gonna do this, you need to do it accurately. And Justin said like, well, I mean, I wanted yeah, that's right. That's why I want to do it accurately. That's why he's g- trying to give copies of the game. To everyone on the staff and I'm like, no, so me, Jeffrey Chauncer, is given copies of the book the guy who wrote the game wrote after writing the game, where he regrets it all. And it's very much back and forth, rabbit season, duck season, and it's just exhausting. I, Jeffrey Chauncer, exhausted working with this man.
0: Hold up. Yeah, you just the, you just dumped a lot of mythology on us <laughs> Yeah, the, the the guy who he wrote did. the game wrote a book apologizing
1: for writing the game?
0: Oh yeah, that happened. Yeah, it was called like Game Over or some shit, but he was like, huh, weird, uh, living my entire life in the pursuit of having sex with women I don't like, uh, did not fill the void
2: in my soul. Uh, weird that. It's all, it's all about him trying to relearn intimacy, genuinely like harrowing and emotionally interesting story,
0: but like no one read it. Yeah, no one read it because it wasn't about coups and, and the acquisition of such, uh, and, and... It was it was not as uh, romantic this idea of this guy trying to become a regular guy as opposed to a sex monster.
2: I'll be damned. Exactly, you know, everyone loves watching the movie about Iron Man. Let's watch Man just give it up and live as Tony Stark. That that doesn't get tickets.
1: Most folks don't like Iron Man Three. You're right.
0: Yeah, most folks, much like the antagonist of Iron Man 3, the guy that wrote the game uh, became a good guy about halfway through. There was this revelation that he wasn't who we thought he was. And was, in fact, Ben Kingsley deep in a role. Hey, I've always had this one question about Ben Kingsley, right? And maybe maybe you boys can answer oh, course, on this Ghost of Girlfriend's past commentary track. Answer me this about Ben Kingsley. <laughs> answer me this about Ben Kingsley. Um can he play all those races? <laughs> like is that do we have to cancel Ben Kingsley?
2: I don't know. Can he, Mark Twain? Can Mark Twain do can oh, Ben I'm back. Kingsley do uh, that? I was in the room <laughs>
1: earlier, but uh I had cotton in my mouth, so I don't think anyone heard me. Uh well, that's very interesting that you uh, you asked that. As you recall, there was a big controversy surrounding Iron Man three because uh, everyone said that well, it was made to seem that Sir Ben Kingsley, director of the film Gandhi, was portraying uh, the Mandarin, uh, and I almost said Mandalorian, but it's Mandarin. But then it was revealed that like he's playing the Mandarin in a in a vignette in the movie but the actual mandarin is Guy Pierce a man so caucasian his first name is Guy
0: uh right well I, I always interpreted it, it, that ending of Iron Man 3 to be less literal that he is himself the mandarin but in fact he was the architect behind the mandarin the whole time i take it i take it less literally uh although Guy Pierce does have some dragon tattoos in that movie uh, so you never know guy Pierce also of course uh brutalized a man with a metal dildo
2: <laughs> wait what
0: Hold yeah, up. he was he was what? the boy with the dragon tattoo <laughs> oh gosh. Gotcha. okay all right we're doing a we're doing a bit on our right. comedy show i get it okay okay uh yeah I was just wondering like because we're you know we're in a spot right now like uh, Robert Downey Jr. in *Tropic Thunder* was probably the last exact time you could have done that character, right? Where he's, where even though the the joke is on the character that he's being an idiot, you still like probably couldn't do that today. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. got it in like right before the deadline, where you couldn't do blackface
1: anymore. He definitely. He definitely handed it in before the server that you submit your online homework locked out of locked him out of. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, he he turned right in his blackface face at
2: yes, yes, yeah, uh, yeah. No, he was, yeah. He submitted it on Blackboard. He submitted his, uh, it. his blackface uh, Blackboard applications to do blackface in movies.
1: Blackface yeah. board, yeah.
0: yes. Yeah, blackface board, and he turned it in at eleven fifty nine and fifty nine seconds, and and not only turned it in on time, but like got an A, got an Academy Award nomination <laughs> for. Well, that's a, To be fair, I, he didn't
1: get the. To be fair, he didn't bring home the hardware, so that's an A minus. He didn't, you know, but no, he still, he got fair. a good grade.
0: Yeah, he lost to that dead clown. Uh. <laughs> but uh but it's a it's a whole thing and now you know you got ben kingsley running around you got you got alfred molina and i'm like do i do i have to cancel these guys <laughs> do i have to wait what did alfred molina he plays do? every race in
2: every movie <laughs> like he wait what does he know and italian guy
0: well, in uh the movie Magnolia, he of course plays a uh Israeli uh hardware store owner well, called there, there Solomon. White Solomon. Israelis.
2: Israel has tons of white people.
0: Yeah, he also you know, he's played a uh, uh,
2: Cuban in a few things. like he he, he's one of those guys. There are a like, lot I-? of white Cubans. It was kind of a problem. Yeah, you, but you uh I'm for right, Melina guys- safe then. <laughs> I guess I guess he's you, good. Alfred, you, I know you're listening to this. You're good, Molina, buddy. big fan, big fan. Keep on drunk You guys want to hear...
1: I'm an author. Do you guys want to hear a story about Alfred Molina?
2: Yes, please, Mark Twain. I tell a story about Alfred Molina.
1: One time, and I'm an author, so this is made up. This isn't a real story. I just, I'm an author. I'm just making up stories. This is fiction. Uh, one time, there was a guy who lived in St. Louis, Missouri, right. and... He was, work, uh, he was at work. He was He was at work, and he saw a customer with a bumper sticker that said, "I'm rooting for Molina." And this guy who saw the bumper sticker said, "That's weird. Someone so into actor Alfred Molina they'd get a bumper sticker for it." Into <laughs> which. Someone he said that to, those, this guy who saw the bumper sticker, pointed out that the bumper sticker was red and the font was the same font they used for the St. Louis Cardinals. And it was referring to the baseball player whose
0: last name was Molina and not Alfred Molina. Yeah, oh, it was referring to Yadier Molina.
1: <laughs> yeah, Yadier Molina, not Alfred and Molina, Famed Doc Ock, and Spider-Man Man 2.
2: <laughs> not the waiter from Vice. Not
1: the waiter from Vice, not Doc Ock from Spider-Man Two. This bumper sticker was refer was a- belonged to a Cardinals fan, not a cinema fan. Right?
0: <laughs> not a not a cinephile who went home, watched Boogie Nights, got to the third act, and said, "Wow, what? It, it what doesn't a- get better than this. This is it." Where he plays, like, a guy named Rahib or something. And he, and, oh, I must get a bumper sticker commemorating my experience watching Spider-Man 2. I must, and, I
1: must. To be fair, to be fair to the protagonists of this made-up story, a bumper sticker commemorating Alfred Molina is very bizarre. <laughs>
0: to be <laughs> It is powerful. It is a powerful act. I would. I'm no longer a car owner, but if I if I was and knew how to get cheap yes. custom bumper stickers, sure I'd get an
2: Alfred yeah. Molina bumper sticker. <laughs> why? Why wouldn't I? A great actor. Yeah. Well, I mean, guys, uh, listen. I've got a hu- I, Justin Germeroth, have a huge backload of. Uh, I'm with Steve. T-shirts, and they've got, and it's just the, those words, and then the bushem eyes underneath. uh Could you, uh, could you uh, help me? Do you guys want any? I've got, like, 50 of them, because I thought a lot more people would be openly with Steve, and they're not, and I'm worried. For sure. I mean, I've
0: got my own brand of Steve Bouchemi T-shirts uh, that I mocked up, and and they I use his eyes in place of famous eyes so like i have a cover of the great gatsby but it's steve buscemi's eyes <laughs> i have i have this image of yeah. of the cover of 1984 right <laughs> but, but it's, the, it's of... the one
2: buscemi eye
1: <laughs> but it's a you got you got Bush... the uh, the all-seeing eye on the back of the dollar the illuminati symbol but it's steve buscemi's eye instead of the eye inside the triangle
2: yeah i instead of the, eye, the steve buscemi eye yeah yeah i have a a, a
0: count olaf style ankle tattoo <laughs> But instead of the VFD symbol, it is a lifelike recreation of Steve Buscemi's eyes.
1: You went all in on... Michael Schauer, you went all in on Steve Buscemi. Yeah, but
0: yeah.
2: I, listen, I'm with Steve.
0: I'm that
2: with Steve. Like that's... I love Steve
0: Buscemi, a completely unproblematic public figure who was there, you know, ground zero on 9-11, an American hero, and I oh, wanted you know, to I know, honor him. A genuine him. hero. I, a literal hero. Not in the same way that like, you know, a good actor is a hero to young actors, like a literal hero. He he got on the back. The,
2: the, a, a man who was in the uh the the hateful eight uh parody like the ridiculous 6 and came out on on scale, scale. in a movie now. That- did
1: you guys know I'm in, uh, me, Mark Twain, I'm in Ridiculous 6, but I'm portrayed by Vanilla Ice? I, I did not. <laughs> That's a real fact. I am in Ridiculous 6.
2: <laughs> oh, congratulations. How is it, what was it like working well, with I Vanilla don't, Ice? Someone, a man who has a real name that no one it was, What was it? Well, what I was, wasn't there. No, I wasn't what was it, there it like
0: that. when Vanilla Ice channeled you like a ghost <laughs> to, to imbibe your spirit in Ridiculous 6? What was it like? Yes, he, he... Well, to be fair,
1: to be fair to anyone who knows me, and I, it's going to feel weird saying this, but no, anyone who knows me, this incarnation of Mark Twain, uh, to be fair, this incarnation of Mark Twain would be in a movie where there's like Native Americans named like Chief Shitum Pants, <laughs> and like who has sequences where like a Native American woman takes a hit from a bong and also pisses on the ground. Like to be fair, that is a that is right. a movie that this incarnation of Mark Twain would be in. I would just prefer it if yeah. it was if they just I could do a as himself credit. They don't need to call Vanilla Ice in. <laughs>
0: they wanted they wanted the double stunt casting they wanted they wanted it to be like michael bolton's big sexy valentine's day special where andy sandberg plays kenny g and then at the end of that sketch they cut to the actual kenny g mopping up cat blood yes the 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 famous snl trope where they'll
1: get someone that one of the cast members does an impression of and they'll get that person to host the show and then do a sketch with those Mm -hmm. two together and, and the cast member is doing an Im- imitation, and the host is doing someone else.
0: And it's it's famously something that no one enjoys doing. The, the cast member doesn't like it. The celebrity doesn't like it. I'm not convinced the audience likes it either. And yet, it's this thing we just keep doing.
1: Over and over and over. Like, if you Google our current U.S. president... There's a, there's, uh, on the home screen, there's a picture of him and Taryn Killam as him and Daryl Hammond as him all on set of SNL. But people like it. Or actually, Lauren Michaels yeah. likes it. That's it. Just Lauren likes it.
2: Yeah.
0: Alright, uh, yes. <laughs> this no. one's for Lorne. Yeah, it's my, uh, it's my favorite thing to do. Oh, I love <laughs> bringing Lauren on Michaels. celebs. <laughs> hey, Lauren Michaels. Yeah. I might as I well a, have shown up, sure, yeah.
1: Laura Michael, I got a question for you while you're here.
0: Oh, sure. I'm so just sitting host... here watching one of my favorite movies, but sure, ask me a question. So, you host uh, one of the most, probably the
1: most famous comedy program in the history of comedy programming, where...
0: Yes, I would say that's right.
1: And one of the tenets, and one of the things that makes this show exciting is that it is live, and that literally anything can happen... Uh, yes, that, that's true. With that, why do you fucking hate improv? <laughs> the thing I... that your show, like, it being live would benefit from?
0: I hate spontaneity. Um, I, the, the, I don't like being surprised. It's not some, you know, I plan my own surprise parties, I uh I make sure that all yeah. the sketches... I, I, I hire writers, but I just do all the sketches myself. I don't like it when I open up something and laugh because I'm surprised. I hate it. So I don't yeah. even bother it. Good
2: comedy never catches you off no, guard. No, good
0: comedy should be exactly what you're expecting at all times.
2: Right. Just like we expected, uh, Connor Mead's brother to suddenly contract Jack's disease.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. So when we when we get to the end of Ghost of Girlfriend's Past, and they have uh, Breck and Meyer done up in old man makeup, looking like he at the end of Saving Private Ryan, uh, <laughs> we that was what we expected the whole time. And I am not. I am not horrified gazing upon right. this
2: visage. It looks so good. Like, this 2009 uh, makeup looks so good. It looks really good. (laughs) He doesn't at all look like a little boy on Halloween.
1: (laughs) A little boy
2: on Halloween. He He doesn't look like a middle school production of... God, I don't know. What's any movie, any show with an old man in it?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. No, Justin, that's the kind of comedy I like. No specificity. <laughs> Thank
2: you. <laughs> Thank you, Lorne. Uh, am I going to get on your show? Oh, Justin, you were, you're, you're hired. <laughs> oh, oh, excellent. Whoa. Now, listen, I, okay, well, no, hold on, hold on, Lauren. <laughs> just tell you be up front. I've said some podcasts that might be controversial. That's not going to be a problem, Ooh. is it? <laughs> No, it'll only I mean,
1: be a problem for like a week, and then it won't be a problem for a week after you're hired. Yeah, after Justin, hired, here's what's like gonna happen.
0: Dinner. Here's what's gonna happen I'm gonna hire you, and then some blogger is going to find a, an offensive clip from a podcast, and you're gonna get fired. But because of that, you're going to be more rich and famous than you ever would have been being on oh, my television excellent. program.
2: That's what that's what we that's that's the track now that's what every <laughs> comedian right. is hoping for so, so so it's good so i just need to bank my uh controversial statements now and if i
0: were you i would i would start saying the most offensive shit right. you've ever thought and uh it will make you uh rich and famous because people will rally behind your offensive right. bullshit yeah, so, so
1: why don't just artist, go ahead my and remember career. justin and so why don't we just go ahead and, Justin, please remember, yes and. Uh, why don't we just go ahead and yield the floor for Justin for him just to say a bunch of horribly racist <laughs> things. Just go ahead and go off for about a minute there, Justin.
0: <laughs> remember, oh, yes look, and. Oh, look at the time. Look who just showed up. It's me, Jane Austen. We have about 15 minutes here. Uh, 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 Maggie right. McGonaghy is doing the Christmas Carol thing where he's like, you boy, what day is it?
2: And I figured it's time for me to show up. Weird. Yeah, no, good.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna uh I'm gonna I'm gonna step into the uh to the kitchen and get a get a a, a, a throat lozenge. I'll be right back.
0: <laughs> all right, I'll see you, Mark.
2: Hey Justin, uh, what's going on? Oh hey, uh hey, uh JK Rowling. It's going all right.
0: No 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 no,
2: I'm the other one. I'm sorry. It's me, General Steen. Oh, J- oh, Jane Austen. Uh, I'm good. Uh, I've just been given the career, of the uh, option of the lifetime. I'm allowed fame and fortune, but I have to say racist things on a podcast. So
0: this is your this is your Twilight Zone situation. You know, if you hit the button, someone will die, but you get a million
2: dollars. Exactly. I. <laughs> this
0: is your the box but, with but uh, James problem, Marsden. Jane.
2: I don't hate nobody. You don't what hate. Am I you don't do. I can't just make up offensive things about people. Hey,
1: guys, guys. Yeah? I'm sorry, yes? Jane Austen, uh, Justin. I first off, it's great to hear Justin that you don't hate anybody. That's great. But like, I, Dean Koontz, have been trying to watch this movie all along. <laughs> this is one of my favorite movies,
0: oh. and I. Uh. I Oh, Dean! I
1: didn't realize we Wait, were stepping really? oh, on yours.
2: Oh, no kidding, mine too. What do you like about this movie, Dean? Well,
1: I I, I love how it's uh, completely. Uh, I love how it's completely offensive in an unoffensive way. Uh, it's it really matches my CBS primetime television sensibilities that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like I love watching this movie with my wife and chasing with an episode of Mike and Molly or an episode of Undercover Boss.
2: Um... Well, no, they, like it, It's good to break up the, uh, this-is-us marathons.
1: Absolutely, yeah. This is, uh, this, uh, the, the only problem I have with it is that there's so many times where I'll put in failure to launch thinking it's this movie, but it's not this movie. Um, but, uh, yeah. No, I, I love this movie. And I appreciate that you don't hate everyone, but anyone at all, but Dean Koontz would really appreciate it. You guys would keep it down. Let me watch this movie. all
2: uh, right well, uh... We're sorry
0: oh Dean, are you are you one of those guys that watches MST three K and is like, I wish they stopped talking, I'm trying to watch the movie.
1: It's so obnoxious. And then they're sitting up in the in the corner. I can't see the
0: full frame. I'm trying to watch Mac and me in its ideal aspect ratio, but you're blocking the frame, you're talking over all the good bits. My
1: favorite part of going to the movies is that fun little shoot 'em game that you play with your your cell phone.
0: <laughs> oh, you're a newbie, uh downloader. You you love, love getting out right. your phone, and you you go to the movies to see Maria Menunos talk about upcoming feature films.
2: Right.
1: And her shoulders are wild. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How wild are her shoulders, Dean? Uh.
1: Every every time it's a game that my wife and I play together. Where she's constantly doing something weird with her shoulders. Dean Koontz's wife, your wife? Yes. Uh yeah, me. and my wife will watch Maria Manuta's shoulders and uh, pay attention to her shoulder blades or like sometimes she's wearing a squared off uh shirt that makes her shoulders like look square. It's it's a fun game that we play together. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that's yep. good. It's good you and your wife get so much out of watching Maria Menounos' shoulder during the pre build.
0: Yeah, when I, I love to show up real early for movies. Not only so I can see the same three trailers for four months straight, uh, uh, but yeah. so that I can really check in yeah. with Maria and how Maria's doing
1: Well, it. to be fair, the Amazon original series Jack Ryan looks incredible.
0: And that's fair. And I, I, I truly, I can't wait to escape quarantine and be able to go back to the movies and not have to see the trailer for I Still Believe every single time I go to the movie, I'm really looking forward
2: to it. My favorite part of going to the movies is seeing the Fathom events for opera that nobody goes to. That's my favorite part. That I'm pretty sure is a money laundering (laughs) scheme.
0: (laughs) Like, if you showed up for the Fathom event production of Madame Butterfly, you would actually see 18 separate drug deals going down simultaneously. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> that this is all Fathom Events okay now I'm really onto something I think Fathom Events w- for anyone who doesn't know off the top of their head Fathom Events is that company that puts out movies on like Tuesday and Thursday only for one screening per day uh, uh, for very specific movies a lot of anime comes over here that way that's how they just released uh, mm-hmm. Jay and Silent Bob reboot uh, and a lot of ballet a lot of, you can see a lot of the 25th anniversary
1: stream- Or like the 25th, but you can see the anniversary screening of the first Star Trek movie at Fathom Events. You can uh, buy a ticket to the very publicized screening of Best Friends at a Fathom Events screening. And then get to the movie and find out that it's actually part one of two and Fathom Events never broadcasted that. So you have to go back into the theater three months later if you want to see the rest of this fucking movie. That's yeah no I I love that
0: they do this great thing where they'll play a movie and then they'll uh, play a recording of a Q and A after the movie so you don't even get to because if there's one thing that was I I want out of a Q and A it's at least being able to be in the same room with Spike Lee I want a recording of Spike Lee exactly
2: to feel like I you're, you're in the same room
1: yeah but they, they do those uh, like. It's always, like, an anniversary screening of some film or some movie that, like, would never in a million years actually get a theatrical run like Jay and Silent Bob's reboot or Best Friends starring Tommy Wiseau and the other one. Uh, but then, yeah, they also do, like, Madame Butterfly or, like, uh, some Puccini opera or something or the Macbeth with...
2: La so what? Yeah,
1: La... that or, uh, the, the, the Macbeth with Patrick Stewart or whatever, and yeah, you're right, absolutely no one, because the people that would want to go see operas would just go to the opera? <laughs> they wouldn't, yes. they wouldn't,
2: They don't, they don't want to kick hits.
1: Yeah, they wouldn't go to, uh, the AMC in St. Peter's, Missouri. They would go just to the <laughs> opera. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, sir. All right. Um so we we're, we're basically at the end of this movie. Uh and I I kind of want to do something if you boys are uh are okay with it cuz the credits are about to roll.
2: Uh I like okay, I'll say this. Uh Justin Germerotha uh, and uh, Lauren Michaels, I think you'd want to note that it is something that the two char- the two characters of color are the ones who end up together.
0: And that's that's lovely. That's- <laughs>
2: Yes, it's lovely that uh, the romantic rival of color has to end up with the one other person of color. Oh, for it's... sure.
0: And, you know, I think we're all a little unsure about uh, what Lacey Chabert's parents are made of, but I get what you're getting at. I'm, I I understand.
1: I wasn't curious about what her parents were made out of. Thank you for pointing that out and for bringing that up. It's something welcome, that bothers Mark. me.
0: What kind of right. last name you're is Chabert? You're welcome, Mark Twain. Um, so, so why don't we play, it's something, it's something my favorite show, uh, Blank Check does. Do you want to play the box office game? So we're going to take a look at the opening weekend of this movie and, uh, and we'll, we'll try to guess what was in, uh, the, the top slots. Does this sound like something you boys would enjoy?
2: In the top slots when this movie came out? The
0: opening weekend. Um, so, uh, so Ghost of Girlfriend's Past opens at number two, uh, $15 million in its, in its first weekend. Um, That's two
1: spots better than I thought it would
0: open at. But the, uh, but the number one, um, is a spin-off of a long running franchise, uh, came out in 2009. It is, they are, they are spinning off a popular character from that franchise, x mens Origins oh. Wolverine. X-Men Origins Wolverine,
2: correct.
0: Damn, oh.
1: really? For real? Yeah. I
2: kept thinking oh. it was, I kept thinking it was, for some reason when you said spinoff, I kept thinking about the show Joey and I was wondering when it got a theatrical release in 2009.
0: Well, that was Fathom Events. They uh, they screened yeah. <laughs> the entire first <laughs> Fathom season
1: Events of Joey. screened <laughs> and the, first, the only season of Joey got a number one at the bottom. <laughs> The final event screening of season one of Joey. Got number one at the box office, followed by X Men Origins Wolverine, followed by Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. Yes. Right. Do you think when Friends leaves Netflix, that Netflix will be petty and put season
0: one of Joey? We still have this. We still have Joey. You don't. You don't understand. Um, all right, number three. Th- this is what uh, you th-
2: hogs like. Yes, eat the slop, hogs. Eat the slop, hogs.
0: Uh, so number three at the box office is another another movie that opened this same weekend. Um, it is a, uh, a, a a a thriller, um, but one of those like love thrillers. You know what I mean? Like it's it's all about sexy romance.
2: Mister and mm. Mrs. Smith.
0: No, you're a few years late. Okay. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Smith is like 0203. Oh. So it's so it's one of the like
1: it's one of the one of the thrillers that was really popular in like the mid nineties where it's like, This woman wants to have sex with me. This beautiful woman wants to have sex with me. What am I gonna do? One of those movies?
0: Basically. Like a fatal yeah. attraction. Exactly, yes. That's a good that's a good barometer to go by.
1: I can't um, think of the name of it, but is it the one starring Harrison
0: Ford? No. Um, Mom. but that's a that's a good that's a good guess. So it um, it has three uh, marquee stars. Um, one of them is a huge movie star now, and this is like him really at the beginning of that. One of them is a musician who barely does movies. This is like one of three movies oh. she's in. And one is kind of a flavor of the month hot lady who's really like right at the end of her of
2: her stardom. When Justin met Kelly, too?
0: Of course, when Justin met Kelly, too. No, 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 no. Jennifer's body? Uh, no. But, uh, mm-hmm. that's, uh you're, you're, you're in the right time frame. Um, let me, let me, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you, a uh, one of the stars. So the musician is Beyonce. This is one of, like, three or four Beyonce movies. Oh
2: wait, is this the is this the Idris Elba movie?
0: Correct. Oh. oh Idris Elba and Beyonce are together and there's someone who's trying to steal him away. Can you think of the lady. name of this movie? Yeah, it's Ali Larder from from <laughs> Heroes white and the Resident Evil franchise. Um, and Final Destination.
1: And she's in Jane's How Bob Strike Back.
0: Yeah, she. But this is like right at the end of her. Oh, of course, yeah. Stardom, because we're in we're in two thousand nine here. So yeah. she's not even in the Resident Evil franchise. Like after this point, it is a one word title.
1: I know the movie, but I can't. I could. If if you okay. pointed a gun to my head and said, "Name this movie," I would hope the name <laughs> of the movie is "Please Shoot Me."
0: Okay, gotcha. Um, it yeah. is obsessed. Uh. Obsessed. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's one of those. Um, all right, next one. Um, it is a uh, comedy starring a teen star. Uh, Kevin has called it surprisingly good. Um, any, any guesses? He's a teen star who still works today, but has no, has failed to sort of reclaim that original glory. He's having trouble transitioning into being an adult.
1: Is it a Jason Biggs flick? No,
0: a little, mm-hmm. a little, a little late for a Biggs. Um, one, uh, one of the major characters is an actor from Friends. Uh, one of the major characters is a state
2: cast member. Oh Christ, I don't know. Oh, it features a funny lady is... in a thankless performance as the oh. female lead. Yes, we must. We, we must make the not whites together in this film. Keep them together, uh, much like. This and of film course, plays, Michael Douglas approves. Is the state it cast must. Member, uh,
1: is the state cast member Tom Lennon or is it Michael Ian Black?
0: It is Tom Lennon. Tom Lennon. It is much like Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. It plays with time. It plays with younger versions of characters. Hot tub time machine. No, I wish that movie's also surprisingly good, though. Uh
1: It's not it's it's not it's not one that plays on classic literature though,
0: is it?
2: I I I, no, I am glad to this movie knowledge. ends with uh with Michael it's Douglas wanting to fuck a teenager. Like that, Yeah, that really Michael that Douglas mode. is
0: going to stick it in Emma Stone. I'm glad we end on that note. 2 but years it's, after it's, she plays a high schooler. Yeah. It's not
1: it's not she's the man, right?
0: No. Um not a not a not a classic. Um it's a it's a character who's old and he gets a chance to be young again.
1: Oh uh no never mind, never mind. I was going to no, it's it's not 13 going on 30, right?
0: No. Featuring Jennifer Garner, but no. Cuz she's in this. Cuz I saw her Cuz she's this in movie. this. Right. Yeah. Um I saw okay. her the entire time. Now, here's a dead giveaway. It stars Zac Efron. <laughs> oh fuck. What is that movie? Uh I know
1: exactly what movie. I see it right now. Oh and God! The, you see the poster. I, I, I in your know. Mind? I
2: know this poster. I know this poster. And there's no mm-hmm. words on the poster. I can't remember the name.
0: Mm-hmm. And John Lennon <laughs> no. is. Oh, Yeah. What is he's this the movie? he's the funny friend who's like helping yeah. our hero out in these uncertain times. Does Zach Zach Efron plays soccer in it? Right. Uh y- basketball.
1: Basketball okay. plays basketball.
0: That's he like can't the play big... any
2: other sports. He's only allowed to play basketball.
0: That's correct. That's <laughs> get right, your head okay. in the game. Get your get your get your.
1: Oh God, I know, I see this movie and I see the poster. It's staring right at me, but I can't I can't. Think all
0: of right, it is. it is it is the film Seventeen again. Seventeen again. Oh, that's um, like... another another big hit. All of the movies that came out like that we've been talking about yeah. were all massive financial hits. Um I'm surprised we never got 18 again. All right. Um there is there is if we want to round out the top 5. Yeah, um, of 5. Okay. It is yeah, uh yeah, the next but... the next film uh it's a it's an animated uh kids film uh with a lot of uh, fun celebrity oh.
2: voices. Oh god.
1: Not a Pixar.
2: Rise of, of the Martyrs. Guardians? no
0: but you're you're kind of on the right track so it also has this kind of like movie it's a dreamworks picture yeah uh so dream uh,
2: and is it is it debuting or is it um it is in its uh sixth week how to train your dragon
0: no, I think that one is a little. I think that comes out like a year later.
1: That's uh, that's 2010. Kung Fu uh, Panda.
0: Yeah. No, uh, that was a year before. So you're you've you've hit you've hit Megamind? everything around.
1: No, Mega no. is... No. Like Couple
0: 2011, years 2012. Yeah, 2011. So you're you're you've hit that entire slate of DreamWorks programming except for this movie.
2: Monsters vs. Aliens. Correct
0: Ah, oh,
1: there we go.
2: I knew monsters it
1: was, versus i ambience. knew it was something versus and i was going to say plants versus zombies but that's a different thing yeah it's a and different it's, thing yeah.
0: so rounding yes. out the top 10 we have uh, the soloist uh oh. robert downey jr and jamie foxx in the soloist oh, yes. the we uh, have some the, we have some
2: after movie iron man timeless Earth? classic the soloist
0: Uh, We have Earth, which is just a uh, planet Earth, but they released it in theaters. It was Uh, very bold
2: to play a screensaver in theaters.
0: (laughs) Uh, Hannah Montana, the movie. Fathom
2: Events presents your screensaver. (laughs) Fathom Events
1: presents uh, Endless Brick Maze from Windows, uh, from Microsoft. uh, Yeah, it presents
2: Windows 7's Pipes.
0: Uh, (laughs) Fathom Events presents uh, that one nice hilly background, the default Microsoft (laughs) desktop
1: coming soon for one night only to Fathom Events, scrolling marquee the movie
0: (laughs) (laughs) alright, so uh, as the credits of Ghosts of Girlfriends past come to an end, uh, I cannot believe that we did it, I'm sure my roommates are extraordinarily annoyed
2: um, Are we it, sure it, that we did it? Oh, <laughs> we, we 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 finished this. Forrest Forest, I hope <laughs> Forest
1: Lake, we love you guys. Thank you for We love you. To our thanks, show for, for 40 this, years. thanks for sticking this,
0: this one.
2: How? Excuse me, uh, I'm going to uh hold on. I, I need to adjust the noose as I'm uh, stepping outside the window. Forrest, <laughs> for, <forest, laughs> this was all for you.
1: Well, thank you, <laughs> Forest and Lake. Uh, also, all of Joe's characters were here, too. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't talk. They're yeah, here. Jane Olsen was here. I
0: tried to get
2: it started a couple times. It didn't go. Uh, Uh. It, well, no, it's, uh, Joe is currently giving me the middle finger as we're, uh, recording this. Oh, okay. He hasn't lowered his arm in two hours.
0: Huh. And
2: you know
1: Come what? On, he was
0: right to do so.
1: That, that's, that's not fair. Yes. That's more effort than Joe would put into this. That's... He would just have his finger up for 15.
0: He
2: Thank wouldn't you. wouldn't do an hour and a half. Uh, friends and
0: fans, uh, so, Puffin. Okay, so
2: Kevin, uh, is this your favorite movie now? Just <laughs> it, is, it is mine, Justin Gerberos.
0: Oh, 100%. Vern Tooley, is this
1: your favorite movie? I, fuck The Godfather, man. Ghost of Girlfriends Past. <laughs> Clearing out that G shelf on my DVD, on my DVD rack. Ghost of, <laughs> Ghost of Girlfriends Past <laughs> all the way.
0: Six Blu-rays of Ghost of Girlfriends Past. Uh, thank you all for joining us. <laughs> thank you all for sticking it out with us for four years.
2: Yeah, th- thanks for uh, keeping with us uh, on another trip around the sun.
1: This show is... Uh, it's the best show and the worst show. And we enjoy doing it. Uh, yes. Even though it may not sound like we enjoy doing it sometimes. Uh, but I had a good time. Uh, yeah. Oh, was- yeah.
2: This was... I, yeah, I legit love this movie. I would... <laughs> I would do this again if if provoked. We yeah. Probably
1: we should do it again, honestly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, take two, everyone, clear out your evening schedule. We gotta we gotta all take right. this from the top. Yes. <laughs>
2: all right. Thanks for all listening right, to Puffin. Yeah.
1: We appreciate you. This show is a lot of fun to do. Like it's really fun to like constantly be doing different kinds of comedy and different kinds of bits. Yes. It's given me a creative freedom. That I've not really had in any other thing. Uh, it's puffin' fun because literally everything's on the table. Nothing's off limits. We appreciate you listening to it. We're sorry it was this, and not our good special. We've got one really good special in the chamber, but it's our last special. So, uh, but we thank you guys for listening. Uh, there's mm-hmm. there's no greater joy that I have. There's few greater joys than I have than doing this show with my friends. Yes. Uh, I would like us to do one last live show, and I want us to do a Puffin movie. Who knows if either of those things will happen, but I want it to happen. But regardless, thank you for listening to our show and listening to our dumb bits. We appreciate you all.
2: Absolutely. And for the survivors of civilization who uh, who find this uh, just the audio track <laughs> in the wreckage on a flash drive. Uh, you you're know, You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Keep uh
0: you know uh yeah. don't get too close because you're gonna die, but like, you know, keep each other company. Yeah, um, you're welcome. And, we weren't and, worth saving. Yeah, <laughs> and if this tra- and it, you know, if this episode hasn't proved it enough, if the message didn't get through, I'd just like to say, you know, fuck all of you
2: for supporting
0: us. And absolutely yeah,
2: uh This piss is off. your fault.
0: Yeah, you did this, uh, and I fucking hate you.
2: Hey, this is uh Lindman this is Lindman well Miranda <laughs> saying Go hug someone right now. (laughs)
0: This has been a Talk Back podcast.